Hi, my name is Mike, and I want to just thank you for joining us and that we can celebrate and praise God as we look into His Word together. You know, have you ever fantasized about what your future would look like? I know when I was younger, I used to think about, you know, what kind of job I would have or where I would live or who I would marry and how many kids I would have. And so uh, because the future uh, is not guaranteed, uh, no matter how much we try to control what it will look like, we know that not everything is under what we think uh, will happen. And so I believe that God purposely does not reveal everything to us because uh, it would not make us to rely on Him. And so as we continue on in the book of Revelation, uh, we know that there are a lot of mysterious things that are being explained and being revealed to us. And so may we learn to hold on to it and may that provide us with a lens in terms of what uh, the future should look like and how we can identify what is happening and how we can be a people of prayer as we're looking into Revelation chapter 10 together. So let us uh, go with excitement and let's continue on in our study in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 10, verses 1 through 11. Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun, and his legs were like fiery pillars. He was holding a little scroll which lay open in his hand. He planted his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land, and he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. And when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write. But I heard a voice from heaven say, Seal up what the seven thunders have said and do not write it down. Then the angel I had seen standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven. And he swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created the heavens and all that is in them, the earth and all that is in it, and the sea and all that is in it, and said, There will be no more delay. But in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound his trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished, just as he announced to his servants the prophets. Then the voice that I had heard from heaven spoke to me once more, Go, take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who was standing on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll. He said to me, Take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey. I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. It tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth, but when I had eaten it, my stomach turned sour. 
Then I was told, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. And so in chapter 10 of Revelation, uh, we see here that he's explaining the mystery of God. And so, you know, the book of Revelation can be very confusing and it can be unsettling because there are things that we do not know about because it talks about the future, what has not yet happened. And so we are told that there is a mighty angel uh, that has come down. And John here writes a very elaborate description of this angel. And he makes sure that he includes every detail of what he has seen and observed. And so many people speculate that this is actually the high angel, Michael, uh, because of the elaborate description, uh, describing from what's on his head um, to what his face looks like, his body and his legs. And so because uh, John was probably so surprised and he was so shocked at the presence of this angel, he thinks many believe that it is Michael. Uh, and so he is seen holding the scroll and the passage tells us that he has one foot on sea and one foot on land. And so people are wondering, what does that mean? Uh, and so people are saying that it means it was a message for all people, both near and far. And so this was a universal message for all to hear and to receive what God was speaking at that very moment. And so verse 4, uh, we see that, uh, get the sense of mystery uh, with reference to God's revelatory activities. And it says that there's a seal, uh, which means that it's kept hidden. Uh, so just like when you write a letter or type up a letter and you send it to someone, you put it in an envelope and then you seal it and then you put it into the post office. And the reason why you seal it is because you don't want just anyone to open it or you don't want it to be accidentally uh, coming out of the letter. Uh, but until that person who is intended to receive it, then they can open and see what's uh, the contents that's, uh, that are inside of that letter. And so if you look in the book of Ephesians, uh, it talks about how those who have heard the gospel, that they have received this salvation, and so that is given to us. And if you believe in Him, uh, it says that you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Uh, that means that you are sealed, uh, that God has placed a mark on your life. And so the seal means that you belong to Lord and that you are His. Uh, and verse 7 says, The beginning, He has planned to bring His people uh, to salvation. His purpose is starting to unravel. Uh, and so uh, let us be reminded that we belong to Him. And so just as like when you see a person who has wearing a wedding ring on their finger, you know that that person belongs to someone, that they are married to that person and that they are united as one. In the same way, um, God has given us this mark, this seal, saying that this ring representing that we are His and that we belong to Him. Uh, and then we see the eating of the scroll uh, when John tells us. Uh, and so when we think of that, when we hear that reference of eating the scroll, it should conjure up uh, memories of the Old Testament. Uh, so the prophet Jeremiah, uh, he was told to eat the scroll in Jeremiah 15, verse 16. It says, uh, When your words came, 
I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, O Lord God Almighty. Uh, and so we see here that when he received it, when he ate it, there was such joy because the word of God was being given to him. Uh, and so he was able, he thanked God for what was uh, provided for him. Also, the prophet Ezekiel, uh, when he was told to eat the word of God, uh, and so chapter 3, uh, verses 1 to 3, describes that for us. And I'll just read a little bit. It says, And he said to him, Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll, then go and speak to the house of Israel. And then he opened his mouth, and God put the scroll in it, and then he ate it, and he uh, saw, he ate that it was very sweet. And then he was told to preach to the Israelites. And so we see here in both cases that when they ate it, it was received with joy. Uh, it was received with uh, sweetness of the taste buds. Um, but when we look at John and how he describes that when he ate it, it says that um, he experienced bitterness in his stomach. And so it is very different from what the other two had experienced from their eating of the word. And the reason why this was bitter was because it was a message to the church. And so as God is rebuking them, as he's telling them to wake up, to repent, to change their ways, this is why the scroll was so bitter into the stomach of John. And so before the final triumph, uh, believers will all have to pass through this ordeal. They'll have to go through uh, trials and tribulations. And the reason being is because God wants to make sure that we are found faithful, that we are found living for Him and not for ourselves. And so that is why it's important that we understand the Word of God that is being brought before us today. And so for us as believers, we have this amazing privilege to have the Word of God before us, that we can study it um, together here at Living Life. And so may we see the privilege that we have, and may we learn to soak in it. May we learn to not only just read it, but we, we need to meditate upon it and to see what God is trying to reveal to us. What is His message? What is His plans? What is His purpose? And I get so encouraged when I see so many people who share their life verse. And everyone is different from different people that I meet with. And so uh, that is how God speaks to us, that He always has uh, different ways of sharing, different ways of getting people convicted and getting them on the path that leads to His heart. And so uh, may we learn to eat of it in a way that as we digest and as we let it become a part of our lives, it will change us and that we can be more like Him. Let us pray for that. Oh, Father, we just sit at Your feet, and we thank You, Lord, that um, as we spend more time with You, God, we pray that we would uh, inevitably act like You, uh, think like You, and be like You. And so we just pray, Lord, that may You instill upon us uh, Your characteristic, Your holiness, uh, and Your ways, God, which are higher than our own. And so we just want to submit ourselves to the most holy and loving King that we know. And so have your way in us. And in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.
프로그램은 시청자 여러분의 소중한 후원으로 제작됩니다. 